1: It's your girl, Amanda Seals, here, and it is November 2nd, Thursday, November 2nd, Ciao. Y'all figured out your New Year's plans, because it's coming. Don't let it sneak up on you. Don't let it sneak up on you. It is Group Chat Thursday. The whole team is here at the Amanda Seals Show to weigh in on some very engaging topics, okay? Today is also National Men Make Dinner. And you know what, this day, had it taken place while I was still in a relationship, may have ended the relationship earlier because that was one of the reasons why he said he wanted to break up. Cause he was just like, I don't want to cook for you. And I was like, you know what, you aren't paying any bills. So National Men Make Dinner Day is kind of like Valentine's Day for some people where they're like, this should be you every day. <laughs> <laughs> like not a once a year thing. Ooh, child. Ooh, child. Mm, mm, mm. And by the way, uh, I think just as partners, like cooking for each other is like a love language. I think, or you're like even just feeding, like making sure your partner is fed, is a love language. You know what I mean? Because it's just kind of like a caring thing. So it should be national. Let's say Men Make Dinner Day. I wonder who lobbied for that to get that on the calendar. <laughs> like. What Homemakers Union was like, I'm done. And then you got macaroni and cheese for dinner. All right. Uh, It's also on our group chat Thursday. We got some stuff on the docket to talk about. First of all, uh, if you can't stand the heat, get out the kitchen. Who knew leaving restaurant reviews could lead to death threats? How do y'all even, why is a death threat so easy off off y'all's fingers? I wouldn't even know how to write a death threat, y'all. Like if I if someone was like you need to make a death threat I'd be like, ah, I'm what is that even like? What, I don't even I, I literally don't know what a death threat would like would be like in the style of Amanda. I have received them. When I receive death threats, also they're usually like you should kill yourself. And I'm like that's lazy, that's lazy. You're not even committing to the effort. You're telling me that I should do the thing that you want done, and that just it already lets me know that you ain't serious about it. Uh, We're also going to get into... So this is about Keith Lee, the food critic, who visits black-owned restaurants in Atlanta. Baby, you're going to have to go to another city. You got to go to another city. Atlanta doesn't want you, and you're sparking too much much stuff. Speaking of restaurants, we've been talking all week about the Cheesecake Factory, which, you know, if they have not seen a growth in sales off of this week, it's their fault. It's their fault. We're going to talk about... Is the Cheesecake Factory sus- uh, a, an acceptable first date option, or are there just reasons why it is not sufficient? And you can have your reasons, and someone else can have their reasons, and both of them can be true. We're also going to talk about relationships. How soon is too soon to go public with your relationship on social media? Mm-mm-mm. So we got all that coming up right here on The Amanda Steele Show. It is Group Chat Thursday. Hit us up, one Amanda eight. That's one eight five five two six two six three two eight. Keep it locked. We're going to get into this restaurant conversation with Keith Lee when we get back. It's the Amanda Seals Show. Check
2: this
3: out, On man. Thursday, we group chat. It is what everyone's talking about.
1: Welcome back, y'all. It's the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals, and we are here on a group chat Thursday. So, okay, there's this internet foodie, Keith Lee. Apparently, he's causing a whole uproar on social media. If you don't know who he is, he has 14 million followers on TikTok, all right? Another million on Instagram. He has become famous for bringing attention to small restaurants who provide great food and great service. And uh, he actually trended on social media after giving his blunt and honest opinions about dining in Atlanta. Okay, hashtag Atlanta Georgia. (laughs) Now, his visits have historically had very significant impact on sales and notoriety by helping market some eateries. And, you know, they just don't have, like, the budget to get their name out there, and so his videos are really, like, serving a big purpose for them. Mm -hmm. Now, he claimed the staff at Milk and Honey in Atlanta said they couldn't service his family due to a deep cleaning, despite the doors being open and other patrons coming to pick up orders. Then he went to Atlanta's breakfast club He said, they said, there was no space. This is a candy restaurant, right?
4: No, that's O-L-G. He did go there, though. I'll tell you about that after that. Go ahead.
1: (laughs) Okay, so he went to the breakfast club. He said there was no space for them to order their food. And as a result, they had to order outside. Then he said the waitress informed him that she could not take any orders until their entire group was there. In addition... He said the restaurant was unable to accommodate add-ons and also required one order for the entire table. So this is his rulings on these two restaurants. They're Black-owned. And first of all, do you feel like this is too harsh? Like, do you feel like he was, you know, kind of out of pocket for, for giving an honest critique? Or is that how you like your critiques?
4: I like it honest because if I want my money to go somewhere, tell me, up, uh, tell me up front if the service is bad. And I think people also are happy that he's ex- exposing the shenanigans of these like new age restaurants. The same way people upset with the stylists, with these new rules, the restaurants <laughs> getting crazy with these rules too, with their green walls Fair. and neon signs. <laughs>
5: <laughs> the grass wall. <laughs> right. Yeah, the For grass the
1: wall and the neon sign is very like, we are a new black <laughs> establishment. <laughs>
4: Oh. lamb chops.
1: <laughs> and then just oh. loud, club-level volume music. And you're like, why why, why can't I hear you and you're next to me? Listen.
5: <laughs> Do you remember that establishment? I think it was in Dallas, Texas, when there, <laughs> the DJ at brunch played back that thing up and the women stood on his couches, the owner's oh, couches, yeah, yeah. and started twerking. And mm-hmm. he cursed them completely out. And that <laughs> caused that caused a big thing cuz it's like no I don't want you twerking at brunch but then the, the other half was like come on this is back that thing go like what you expect We're taking over the 90s, 90s in right.
1: the 2000s like I mean <laughs> you set the stage for this All right what do you think TJ I, I, I think with Keith Lee
2: you know he's all in support of small businesses and and that's how he got his claim to fame but I think sometimes some black people don't expect us to criticize ourselves so if you are not adhering to your own rules, your own office hours or your own policies. If I'm calling on the phone and you're telling me one thing and I show up and it's another thing for him to put it out there, I don't see why they would be, why people would be mad because he's not lying. He's expressing his experience or sharing his experience. Just so happened that he had 15 million followers. You know what I noticed though?
4: What? He ain't going to no Jamaican restaurants.
6: (laughs) Wait, wait, wait.
4: Surprisingly, so Amanda, one of his actual best plays was the Jamaican restaurant, and people was like, "Not wow. the Jamaican restaurant got better customer service." Than other that's
1: a problem because that is like literally the worse the customer service, the better the food. Like that's the rules. I can't I listen. Them's the rules. I ain't make them up. Well when we get back, I want to hear what are some customer service turnoffs you have at restaurants. Because I know a lot of y'all are going to Cheesecake Factory and you have thoughts. So we'll be right back to the Amanda Seal. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Man of Seal Show. This is a group chat Thursday. We're talking about how this like restaurant uh, reviewer, Keith Lee, he's out here giving black restaurants his thoughts. And it's really helping a lot of the restaurants when he gives them good reviews. But the other ones, uh, you know, they're taking some L's and people feel like, you know, it's maybe not like cool for him as a black man to be dogging out black businesses. But I'm with you, TJ. I feel like if we don't critique ourselves, we are leaving ourselves up to one, set, getting set up for the okie doke from the others. But two, like we can critique ourselves and come from a place of love. If we I really wish we could figure out how to do that. Like I, I really mm. wish we could figure out how to do that. So we're going to do that right now. What are some customer service turnoffs you have when going to a restaurant? I'll start first. I don't like going to restaurants like the Waffle House that oh, have roaches.
3: Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's part the
1: of So that's a customer service turnoff <laughs> for me.
4: Cleanliness, cleanliness, hygiene. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah.
1: And I have I've
5: never been to Waffle House and not had hair in my food. So that is a turnoff oh, wow. for me.
4: Wow.
3: And then
5: and then don't turn around and argue with me. When I tell you is hair, my food, because I have a very distinct <laughs> hair pattern. You're going to know if it's mine or not. If it's a straight lash, that's 10. It, and it, it's, it's not always. Mine. Yes. All right. Y'all, it's always a wet and wavy. Don't get
3: defensive. <laughs> I'm not too picky with mine. As long as they keep the drinks flowing and it's clean. <laughs> I'm pretty good. I like a waitress or a waiter that you know keeps the drinks. Attentive. coming. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Yeah. I don't like when restaurants feel like they doing you a favor by patronizing them. So like mm. you should be you should be willing to wait 50 hours for the table. People got attitudes. It's like I'm trying to support y'all and y'all looking at me like I'm just like what you want? Yeah, we can see you when we got get get a chance. It's like what's really going on? I hate that.
2: And I like to have um and I've complained about this before to with small business owners um if I go one time and I like my food, when I come back and I order that same thing, I want it to be the same. I don't yes. want you know like if I if A I got chef. this kind of potato, yeah, like I don't I want the same meal, not whatever you have today for that
1: meal. <laughs> 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 not whatever you have today for that meal you know what i think though is important when it comes to black businesses and i feel like this is just something that community wise we need to be better at on both sides Mm -hmm. like grace so Mm -hmm. i feel like there's like something there whereas like the the restaurants i think when they open could you could could stand to have a little bit of humility in terms of like okay like let's receive some insight from from Mm -hmm. our our patrons but then also the patrons it's like sometimes we just go so hard and it's like relax these people did not incarcerate you like what is it like they right. gave you a different potato but like you don't gotta like just knock their character like that's why your potatoes right. is trash because you're a deadbeat dad it's like damn like what
4: <laughs> that escalated very so because you
1: know. I feel like people are going so hard at black owned businesses like mm. we really when we when we decide we are gonna critique each other we be like they're gonna cry in the car. Mm-hmm. But when we get That's back, <laughs> when we get back, so Jeremiah says something about new age black restaurants. So, first of all, I wanna understand more about like what we consider new age black restaurants. And let's talk about like do they care more about making money or clout? Because this feels mm-hmm. also like new age pastors. We'll be right back to the Amanda mm-hmm. Seals show. The Amanda Seals show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals show. It's Amanda Seals here. And we are talking about like black owned restaurants. What are your likes, Mm -hmm. what are your dislikes, et cetera. And we were talking about how like when it comes to the internets now, you get these restaurants that are like new age restaurants and you Mm -hmm. can't tell if they're like in the service of making money or or, like just trying to get clout. I feel like Mm -hmm. that's what we're seeing with new age pastors. Like are you in are are you in the service of saving souls or getting followers? Right, I mean TJ, right. you you were the EP of an inspirational show for seven years. So <laughs> what are your thoughts on the new age black restaurants? Like are they I, I don't even know that I know a new age black restaurant. Like I just feel like I never go out like that.
2: You know, I think in the age of social media nowadays, yeah, people are trying to go viral. You know, you want yeah. you want the hot thing. You got to have a that's why everybody got what you call the wall, Jeremiah, with the neon signs and the, Oh, so you, the
1: wall, so you can take pictures. That's like the picture. Right. Wall, right. right. Ah. So,
2: so we're investing all this money into the aesthetics so you can have a certain yes. look. So when people yes. post their plates and post all of that,
4: you know, and maybe it's misplaced energy. Maybe not. Mm. So earlier, Amanda, you asked about uh, Candy's restaurant with Keith Lee. So one of the big things when he reviewed yes. her restaurant was that <laughs> basically because usually he sends his like family in. He doesn't go into the restaurant because he, when people see him, it's like, oh, it's Keith Lee. We gotta, you know, do the thing. Okay. Okay. So he sent his family in and they were like, it's an hour and some changed way. We can't like seat you. And eventually i think he went in and they knew it was him they were like oh we can see you in five minutes and he basically was like well how can you see me if fi- see me in five minutes but you just told my mama them that you couldn't see them um so basically he ended up not eating there because he he felt like i'm i want to be treated like everyone else I'm, I'm i'm reviewing as an honest patron so if you're treating me yeah. special i can't give a full real review and even cardi b chimed in on the conversation saying that in atlanta sometimes she tells her team to just be like tell them it's for cardi b because otherwise that'll make them want to like you know give you actual service because you know it's the clout. it's like well cardi b came to our restaurant so now we can put that on instagram we can shout that out and that's more important than like treating your other customers with you know good service and respect that ain't
5: right yeah it's not because those those customers that those those are the ones that that are going to return like what i'm seeing with the new age stuff It feels too commercial. You know, like in Mississippi, it's a lot of mom and pop places. And I will return just to talk to the grandma at the counter. You know what I'm saying? Even if the food ain't like 10 stars, there is a familiarity there, a sense of family. And you don't really see that in a lot of new age restaurants. And yeah, I'm not a fan of the twerking over my pancakes.
3: Oh, and hookah everywhere. Hookah's everywhere. They got oh, hookah. <laughs> like, come on. Yeah, I wanted to take hookah. my wife out one time and we ended up in the hookah lounge. I'm like, I did not come here for this. <laughs> so I wanted to get a meal.
4: Fresh but, toast and hookah?
3: Come <laughs> on, man? Talk
4: about the real tea about this is that the food don't even be that good. The food don't, don't even be hitting. It's true.
1: There's a new there's a black owned restaurant in New York and it's like a whole thing. And when I went to New York, like it was like a thing to go there and everybody it's like the spot. Right. And, the, you know, I looked at the menu, the menu. First of all, again, like Cheesecake Factory, if your menu is too <laughs> dense, then I'm already mistrusting. We got we got all different types of things happen on this menu. One page, y'all was like Chinese dishes. <laughs> but then the next okay. page was like Steakhouse. And then like the next page was like All American Bistro What is this?
4: Something I just was like
1: uh, And it was You know it was all about vibe And the food was a strong mm-hmm. Meh Like strong mm-hmm. strong meh Yeah
5: They,
1: just, the they overcharging
5: though. too They overcharging for stuff mm-hmm. like now you're, If your drink is it comes out Over fire or is smoking now this is A, a $50 drink <laughs> when it's but you have put so much ice in it. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't even get that much drink. So th- leave the
2: smoke and the fire off my drink and just give me the damn drink. So I don't have to pay fifty five dollars for a mimosa. But you know the one thing that I wish we would not do, though. Sometimes I think we give more grace to white owned businesses. And uh, then when you know
1: what? Put a pin in that. Put a pin in that. We'll be right back to talk about that right here at the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We are. We
0: up, we up. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclib 200 milligrams at kisqali.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you.
1: Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. It's Amanda Seals here. And we have been talking about Black-owned restaurants all hour for this group chat topic. We talked about this guy, Keith Lee, who has been out here reviewing folks. And, you know, people were saying that they feel like, you know, he may be too harsh on Black-owned restaurants. But then TJ brought it home with this point right here. Say it again. One thing that that
2: we do sometimes is we give more grace to the white-owned establishments.
1: See, the training is hard. Okay, it's hard to get that training out of you. It's in your DNA, y'all. They got us. They got us again. Why do you think that is, though, TJ? I genuinely think you it's brainwashing.
2: I think it is. It's something that we probably don't even really realize that we're doing. We say, "Oh, the white man's ice mm-hmm. ain't colder," but sometimes we act like his his ice might be a little colder. <laughs>
3: Can you repeat that again? That was hilarious. No, because y'all are
1: clowning <laughs> me. What <laughs> white man's eyes ain't cold. Sometimes we be acting like the white man's eyes cold. Well, it's so funny because
4: you be acting like you don't know sound Southern, TJ. And that was very Southern. That was. Good. Well, oh, I was giving it, yeah. it to TJ you. TJ acts like
1: her people did not head to Milwaukee in the Great uh, Migration. But we all know that the Midwest is the is the Mid-South. They're, like, that they're from Louisiana. Baton
2: Rouge, to be exact. See? see. Mm,
1: we don't speak about Baton Rouge. Um, So... <laughs> Rita do you have any final thoughts when it comes to, final thoughts when it not t-h-o-u-g-h-t-s not t-h-o-t-s twerking over your pancakes um do you have any final thoughts as it regards black owned restaurants
5: yeah I'm in agreement and I'll just uh give a quick testimony once I went to a steakhouse in Jackson Mississippi and it was a black owned okay. steakhouse and um I just thought it was a very tacky experience. Like they had stuff crossed out on the menu. You know what I'm saying? It it took forever to get the food. The lighting was bad. It was just a bad experience. And so I, I wrote about it on Facebook. I tagged them and I was like, yo, I went to dot, dot, dot tonight. And one of my homeboys messaged me and was like, yo, you need to take that down. There's enough criticizing of black restaurants and you know, like same thing proceed with a little more grace. And ever since then, I've never bashed a Black business publicly. He was like, some things you just need to handle offline oh, because it's okay. sending it's sending a bigger message, you know? So I I took heed yes, to that. Yes
1: and no, though. Yeah, I, right. I, I, yes and no, because <laughs> I do feel like there's something to be said for the fact that, like, if it's a Black-owned restaurant, it's typically going to be Black people that are attending it, and it's, like, it's within mm-hmm. the family. It's not like you went on, I don't know squawk box you know it's not like you went on flipping yep. morning joe and we're like don't go to this black-owned restaurant you know what i'm right. saying like but like i have influence in my but city, this is how i, I feel but this, how I, but this is how i feel <sighs> flex <laughs> i'm saying flex. like
5: depend, depending on who you are and who is coming from you know what i'm saying it like coming from me it was okay. it was a bad look you know what i mean like if you would do it if you would get on there and be like yo
1: this restaurant was trash
5: like you would get you would get some response from that
1: like I really did not like Queen and Slim and I can only say that now because enough time has passed. But when it came out, it felt like if you did not like Queen and Slim, keep that ish to yourself. You are gonna single-handedly ruin black film industry and possibility.
5: Mm. All by yourself. <laughs> accountability though, I'm still team accountability. I'm that person who leaves reviews. But lately I've only left reviews like if it was a racist experience or if it were like a oh, white okay. restaurant that was less than enjoyable.
4: But this is the thing, though. I think we we I think black-owned businesses forget this part. You're a business, and now you have to operate as a business. And I feel like sometimes we have good ideas. We want to like have culture. All those things are great, but you're running a business. You know that ha- that means there's certain checks and balances that have to be done. There should be like a waiting area for like people to sit down. You know, if they want to wait for for their table to come. All these extra 5th Eleven rules that you got for your restaurant. It's like, do you want me to come or not? Come on, let's let's <laughs> let's just be realistic.
1: I think, though, the reality is, is that as far as like commerce and whatnot, like it's so hard in general just for black people to like be a part of commerce in this mm-hmm. country still, you know, when it comes to the loans and just the insurance and getting the all that approval that by the time you actually get to the actual restaurant, like you have been through so much of a struggle that mm-hmm. it's sometimes like you got to get a whole new level of energy. And so it's it definitely is like we got to breathe that energy into folks. And again, I say that it's a both ways thing. Cause my other thing is that sometimes I think black folks be like, "Well, you black and we black, so I don't got to try as hard."
5: Yeah, no,
4: <laughs> I do think that for yeah, sure. I agree. Yeah,
5: don't don't lower the standards. Don't do that. That's not what's good.
1: Cause if you're giving me mid, and then a white man come in and you're like, "Yes, boss, I'm leaving the review <laughs> on Facebook." <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Y'all, that's it right here on this group chat. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. inching, inching, inching closer every second. Happy birthday if this is your birthday. It is November 2nd. Uh, not a lot of folks born on this day that I that I am aware of. NLE Chopper. Rita put NLE Chopper. <laughs> and I was like... That, that feels a little too proper for Chopper. <laughs> Alright, coming up this hour, we've got a group chat topic of the week, y'all. The question is what are your first date deal breakers? Would going to the Cheesecake Factory on a first date be a deal breaker? Or uh, is people being high Diddy? Hit us up, 1 855 Amanda 8. That's 1 855 262 6328. We'll be right back. It's time to listen, laugh, and learn at the Amanda Seal Show. It's the Amanda
3: Seal Show. Check this out. On man. Thursday, we group chat. It is what everyone's talking about. Welcome
1: back to the Amanda Seals Show. It's Amanda Seals here. Let's get into our group chat topic of the week. All right. Would you go to the Cheesecake Factory on a first date? A TikToker recently went viral for refusing to leave her car when her date pulled up to the Cheesecake Factory. Now, this sparks a massive discussion. This is how this this lets you know how tired people are or how like uninformed people are about global politics because they're like, we do not, (laughs) we will literally make an entire World conversation around Cheesecake Factory in order to not have to deal with what's happening in Palestine. So we're going to talk about. Hold
4: on, Amanda, is this like Cheesecake Factory propaganda? They like push this. Now that I think about it, is it a conspiracy to get the Cheesecake Factory?
1: (laughs) I don't put anything past anything at this point. So, uh, you know who, who who am I to say? Who am I to say? Okay, so basically. This sparked a massive discussion about like what is or isn't an acceptable place for someone to be taken on a first date. Now, the ladies made a list, y'all. Apparently a list was compiled and distributed. There's now a viral list of 28 spots that are listed as unacceptable places to go to on a first date. So let's just, uh, (laughs) we we have a caller, so we're going to make this quick, but let's get it started. Okay, off top, Applebee's, how do we feel?
4: I ain't been Applebee's since like homecoming, like high school. Yeah, (laughs) so Applebee's
2: was cool in college. I was gonna say
1: over outside of college, I'm not. But you know who's really like conspicuously quiet right now? DJ Supreme.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I I got a one liner for you. Like this whole conversation, beggars can't be choosers. Like, who's (laughs) begging? If you are that adamant about where we're going. Who is begging? You ask me on
1: a date, how am I begging? Explain that for me.
3: Um, me personally, if I'm treating is what I wanna do. If you're well, then treating you should go
1: by me. yourself.
6: And yeah, that I'm right married. there is the problem? I'm out the game. Now,
1: you you already put yourself <laughs> in a conversation as if you are married. If you me. were in if you were dating people and your mindset is, I'm taking you out, we gonna go where I wanna go, you should just stay by yourself.
6: That's yeah, really I what agree. I'm,
1: because men and this idea of like I have to dominate there's nothing that actually is considerate of the person so just go by yourself
3: like I'm, I'm all for wherever wherever the other person wants to treat and say <laughs> hey you I'm down crazy. for whatever but when get, it comes gotta... to my dollar I, I, I gotta make some decisions
1: that is unfortunate and that is wow. so wildly inconsiderate and i don't think you even realize how chauvinist that is but i'm not really being is. i'm, I'm I,
3: being i'll honest, stay home but it's
1: chauvinist no i'll like, stay hey, home if you ask somebody out if you wouldn't ask somebody, somebody out, out for the effort of if you're if a man you know what i mean quit <laughs> acting like you don't know what i mean that's just a man <laughs> if you're a man and you ask a woman out for the purpose of, I want to get to know you, I want to engage with you, then the understanding is that you want that to be a great experience for the both of you, not just for you. Yeah. And so there should be a level of consideration within that That at the very least considers where that person wants to go not just where you want to go
3: so let me ask you this if i'm on a budget and that's all i can afford don't you think that's equally as inconsiderate if you're not considering hey maybe this is all this guy can do you need to voice that I mean, people don't voice that. That's embarrassing. That. Like, if you don't, if you well, then don't go on a date
1: until you got bread in your pocket. I agree bruh. with you. I agree with like you. You got a
3: date thing. according to your budget.
1: Exactly. So, like, it, like I have never seen a man date according to his budget.
4: <laughs> like, oh, see, I don't know nothing. I feel about like that. there's.
1: I feel like there's this. No, I'm just saying. Like, there's this. Like, especially in America, there's this idea that like you got a floss you know in right, order right. to like impress somebody and then it's not even the real situation if you're gonna do if you don't got a budget let's go on a picnic like yeah. find be creative like find a creative date that we can go on that is within your budget but that doesn't undermine somebody else's
3: yeah so that, that's you come what i'm swinging saying
1: with beggars can't be choosers i'm like <laughs> stop
3: no. Yeah, I, ain't
1: nobody. Begging. I think a nobody woman could say the same was thing though. A sign that said, "Please take me out." Yeah, I think women could say was. the same thing though. Like, hey, Jeremiah said he is. We'll be right back. Yeah.
0: Here.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then the Amanda Seal Show. We up. We up. We up.
0: Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at K-I-S-Q-A-L-I and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you.
1: Welcome back. This is the Amanda Seal Show. where We're having a very heated discussion about the Cheesecake Factory, Ooh. a sentence I never thought I'd say in my entire life. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought... That you know, cheese laden dishes covered in breadcrumbs would cause um discourse. But here we are. Because a lot of people have been talking about how the Cheesecake Factory is not an acceptable first place, first date place. But then um our 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 resident father, professor, and DJ. So our resident non-dater too. What'd you say?
3: Non-dater. I'm not dating, I'm married. Our
1: resident married man.
3: Yes. Um
1: also, a member of Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority, Alpha no,
3: Phi oh, Alpha, Alpha Phi
1: Alpha, Alpha Alpha, Alpha Incorporated. It's not like okay. ski, <laughs> <E-yik>. ski. <laughs> oh no, don't do it. Y'all too, too
4: much. The
1: Alpha <laughs> Phi Alpha Sorority, I mean Fraternity Incor- Incorporated. Uh, he stated that beggars cannot be choosers, and basically, if someone is taking you on a date, you just got to be happy with wherever they take you. And of course, you knew I vehemently opposed that. Also, let me just say, like, as someone who lived with somebody where I was footing all of the expenses, like I would still consider it to their, their, in their interests, because that's mm-hmm. what being a partner is. Like mm-hmm. you might not be b- giving in this way, but you're giving in other ways. And ultimately I think we should all want the comfort of whoever we're, you know, in partnership with, whether that's like mm-hmm. a romantic relationship or a professional mm-hmm. or personal, et cetera. That's, different from, date, like, that's different, different from a first date though.
3: That's different from a first date. First date well, is uh, just, just getting cons- to know each other.
1: If you're going into anything selfishly, you should just mm. be by yourself. That's my thoughts.
3: I agree with that. But well, Supreme,
5: it. is it? Is it the same now that you're married if you're paying for the date with your, with your wife? Is it only where you want to go because you're paying?
3: Nah, because my wife is extremely picky and I'm not. So it's kind of whatever's clever with me. And <laughs> you know what? It becomes so a, a problem because it's like, oh, I want you to make a decision. Sometimes the man is forced to make a decision. So... I'm going to have to make a decision and just subconsciously, it's what I like, but I accommodate her into, hey, would you like to do Mexican tonight? Would you like to do uh, whatever we decide on? So it is, I definitely a accommodate choice. for who I'm with, whether I'm ta- paying for it or not. You see
1: how you backpedaling
3: y'all? <laughs> no, I feel it. We got like,
1: to you gotta get Mr. Frame
3: on the line. <laughs>
1: yeah like i
3: accommodate because she's picky and i'm not so
1: well you accommodate because you care
3: yes i do you said uh you were talking about flossing
5: on the first date Mm -hmm. it instantly made me think about physically actually flossing because in order for that to work you have to continue (laughs) flossing for it to work right that's
1: correct so go take it there take it there
6: Right.
5: Yeah, so why would you floss on the first date out of your mm-hmm. means if it's not something that you can maintain, sustain? Mm-hmm. Why would you do that? If you don't floss, you, you just you're
1: don't floss. are already insecure. Take your time, Pastor. Because you're insecure. <laughs> take Well, it's more like take your time, orth- orthodontist. Um, <laughs> Come but, on. Because you're insecure <laughs> and because you're really just trying to make a superficial connection that will get you something. To me, those are two reasons why. It's either both or one or the other. And a lot of people... These days they like I don't even need to get past the first date if I'm a smash. Like that's the goal. That's so,
3: another factor. That's an important factor. That's factor. Yeah. So let me just call
1: out for this one time, get what I'm looking for, and then I'll just I'll eat tuna fish out of can for the next two weeks until I save up for the next date in Smash. If they're like, I wanna cook for you, like I mean, I've had that happen before. I've had somebody like, I wanna cook for you. And they cooked for me, and then it was like, Great, thank you so much. It was amazing.
4: But did you already know them beforehand?
1: Yes yeah i'm okay, not having so no stranger no yeah, there's no strangers in my house i was
4: gonna
3: say i've seen a viral video where a woman was mad about that because the guy cooked for her. and she was like oh you're gonna invite me out on a date and then you cook for me and i'm like that's mad inconsiderate like if hmm. you agreed to it you came over there you ate the food but then you oh, get yeah, online and complain
1: if you're going to have an issue with someone inviting you to the house on the first date to me the issue is about like the safety of it
4: mm-hmm. mm.
1: like that just feels like, like i want to if i'm yeah, if i'm yeah. just meeting you like we should be in public We you doing no first date at your house mm. <laughs> do you remember the nap date remember that video
4: okay at that point
1: let <laughs> <laughs> on a date and it's like are y'all taking nap dates and i was like you know
4: what are we
1: <laughs> Again, picnics are always a good one. Picnics are great. We'll be right back. We're going to take some calls. We got caught up in our own conversation, oh, y'all. We'll <laughs> be right back <to> the <laughs> Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Man Seal Show. This is a group chat Thursday. We're talking about our group chat topic of the week. You know, the the world has been talking about two things right now, the genocide in Palestine and the Cheesecake Factory. That's, what's, that's the two things that got everybody in a chokehold. And we wanted to really get to the bottom of like, is there a problem with going to the Cheesecake Factory on a first date? So we've been talking about this for the last few breaks. Like what really should first dates be? You know, when does the budget come into things, et cetera? But you know what? We want to go to the phone lines and hear from you guys. What's up?
2: Hey, Amanda, I would go on the first date at the Cheesecake Factory. I think that meeting someone initially is about getting to know them as a person and how we do or don't vibe together. The Cheesecake Factory is actually a very nice restaurant with phenomenal food choices, Mm -hmm. drink (laughs) and dessert options. I think that women these days are more materialistic and are looking at what someone can do for them versus how they treat them and make them feel. Such as, can they lead a household? Can they provide for their family? How is the relationship with their family? Mm. Um, I just think that 2023 women are too focused on the wrong thing.
1: I think that um, there's always going to be like subsets of people that are just focused on the wrong thing. And it just seems like the ones who are focused on the wrong thing have the strongest Wi Fi at
4: present. I'm screaming. I think also might, I think that also might have been a, a PR statement from the Cheesecake Factory. You said uh, they have great options,
6: <laughs> drinks,
1: Let's go to the dessert lines. Who's
6: <laughs> there? Hey, Amanda. Uh, this is Antonio from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Uh, I'm calling to ask a question about, about the Cheesecake Factory. Uh, yes, I would. It's like a, uh, one a day for mm-hmm. the first time at the Cheesecake Factory. Because it's not all about what you want. So it's all about filling the vibe at the time, filling each other out. That can be done anywhere. It's not all about taking her to a special place. It's all about us filling each other out. So yes, I would take it to the cheesecake factory. No problem. Thank you. Yeah.
1: Okay. Here's the thing, though. When he said <laughs> it's not about taking to her, taking her to a special place. I mean, I think we talked about this the other day, though. Like, it also depends on, like, what are you trying to accomplish with this Mm -hmm, interaction, mm -hmm. right? Like, I feel like I'm a special woman. So I actually (laughs) do want you to take me to a special place or at least do something, like, special, like something that's interesting. And that might not be about the restaurant we go to, but it, it definitely is, like... At Mm -hmm. this point in my life, I think if I was in my 20s, I wouldn't. What am I saying? I think I have absolutely been on dates since she's a factory. So I'm not not even like that's not in my story. But I think at this point in my life, I'm like, if you're trying to like get my interest, um, it's going to be more it's going to require like thoughtfulness out the gate. Mm,
4: That's sure. But also have- cheesecake Factory is very like easy. Like that's it, it, it's it's very Just ordinary. Like right. Oh, cheesecake Factory. Oh, okay. Yeah. there's no thought into it.
2: Yeah. Have y'all ever ate the Cheesecake at the Cheesecake Factory? It's really good.
4: No, <laughs> I don't like Cheesecake,
3: so no. They have um, specials there, right? They have specials at the Cheesecake Factory, right? I'm sure they do. <laughs> like I had a
1: dude take me to like a ninja restaurant. Like we're basically like, while you're eating, like ninjas like jump out while you're eating. And like, it wasn't <laughs> even crazy expensive, but anybody right, who know no, me no. know Stop I like pulling... some like yeah. that. <laughs> like, yeah. Anybody who know me knows like, yeah, I want to see some ninjas while I'm eating. <laughs> so, you know, it's it's more that type of thing. So let me tell you this. So uh, one of my favorite exes, uh, who is still my really good friend, right? We like went and got manicures and pedicures. Because he's like, a hood. so I was like, we're going to do this. And actually, he <laughs> had a great time. Uh, but he was like, I was like, do you want to get like some food? He's like, yeah, let's uh, let's go to this place. And I was like, oh, what's it like? And he was like, just find out because now you're going to know my meter. Ooh. And I was like, what do you mean? And he was like, you know, somebody meter is how they think something is versus how you think something is. So he was like, I right. think this is a good place.
3: That's a real player <laughs> right
0: there. He
1: is. He's <laughs> we'll be right back the, amazing, the Amanda Seal Show. We are, we are, we are.
0: Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Welcome back, y'all.
1: This is the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals. We have been here on Group Chat Thursday talking about this Cheesecake Factory gate. Cheesecake Factory gate 2023. Uh, You know, the first date elements. People have been saying that Cheesecake Factory is an unacceptable first date. But we've been trying to also just talk about, like, what makes for a good first date. And Mm -hmm. I think last break, we kind of touched on some, you know, a, a first date that has something maybe thoughtful in it. Mm-hmm. Or special, or that mm-hmm. to me is like, if you're the one that's taking the person on the date, and so, okay, for instance, like I'm the kind of person where if you ask me, like, where do you want me to take you? I'm gonna be like, I oh, don't know, surprise me because I don't really like, like, I'm not like a foodie, I'm mm-hmm. not really particular like that. And so then that gives them the option to choose the place that either they feel like is some face that I would like based on what they know of me, because I am in mm-hmm. the public, or it allows me to ne- learn something about them. <laughs> right? Like, they <laughs> may be like, oh, like, for instance, like, they may like magic. And they're like, oh, I brought you to this place because they do magic at dinner. Like, there's like a whole place in, in LA that like people go to. But like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like, stuff like that, to me, when we talk about like, on the first date, when you're getting to know each other, like, that doesn't just start with the conversation. Mm-hmm. Like, my first date with um, Homeboy from Insecure was we went to the observatory.
3: Was this mm-hmm. the dolphins or...
1: No, well, yes, it eventually got to Dolphins, but no, when Elon took me out on our first date, we went to the observatory, which was a re- like it's a reasonably priced first date. And it was it was different and it was cool because it allowed you to have like time to talk and then time mm-hmm. to like not be in each other's face because you're looking mm-hmm. at the stars. <laughs> right. And then mm-hmm. there was also like jokes to be had. So it's like, and he brought me there because I was like, I want to do something different than just go eat.
6: Mm.
1: How
5: how do y'all feel about like conversations that are that take it too far on the first date? You know what I mean. At this like,
1: point is there such a thing?
3: Yeah, I'm just. That but you
5: know, like some stuff used to be off limits. You know, like well, what kind of sex positions you like? I feel like that
4: that's too
3: much premise, for the first yes. date. That's you know creep what I mean? type time. Yeah. When well, no, you know, some like people great.
4: like. I, I have friends, cause me, I'm like, I don't want to talk about sex when I first meet you. But I have other friends who are like, I want to know, like, uh, like, I just want to know.
5: Okay, so definitely sex stuff. Um, maybe, maybe even too personal, like, like trauma. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't want to talk about anything yeah, heavy, yo. uh, on the front. Like, let's just keep it light, cause I ain't trying to be, you know, shedding tears over my crispy Brussels. Like, let's just keep this ish light. You know what I mean?
1: You know, I think, I think now that I'm older, though. Um, it's like, I want to keep it light, but at the same token, like I just can't lie to myself Mm -hmm. either. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I want to be like, don't tell me nothing. But then I'm also like, yeah, but if I, if I mess around with you and then I find out later, like that you are like a terrible person, I'm gonna be so (laughs) mad. Mm -hmm. Like I feel Mm -hmm. like I got duped. So there's just certain things like politically like mm-hmm. um even just like do you believe in therapy like have you been uh-huh. to therapy like you know like mm-hmm. i don't need to know about like you know that first and third breakdown but like <laughs> is that something that is like i just feel like your conversation mm. changes as you get older it should, yeah. it should
4: naturally that. come yeah, up though. Yeah, yeah i'm with that it should naturally come up versus like you feel like you're like on an interview like so tell me about you and your mother <laughs> it <laughs> gotta it be that conversation it's cool yeah. right
5: so I tell me if, why your dad hasn't been in your life, like, nah, bro. Like,
2: uh, when
4: we're young, my
5: answer would
1: be like, he, let him tell you. Call him. Go ahead, TJ. <laughs> you, you got when his number. Young, we do
2: waste a lot of time talking about trivial things, um, which is not necessarily a bad thing. But when you get older, you're like, okay, let's. I don't you know, have a lot of
1: time. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Maybe right? that's it. So we don't have to it, talk though. about the weather. You know, let's talk about. I would rather talk about things that are. You know of substance so i know who you are you know so i know if you are a trumper so i know if you know if you had trauma i'm not mad at those conversations now we ain't talking about positions and all of that because then that tells me where your head is position. at Da-dun-dun. right Literally. but the Literally. therapy question is a good
1: question
6: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: well that's our thoughts uh, hit us up one 855 8 that's 1-855-262-6328 it's group chat Thursday and we in the chat so come and join the group the Amanda Seal show we up we up we up we ain't are- Here, coming up this hour on Group Chat Thursday, we're gonna talk about how TJ Holmes and Amy Roback, formerly of GMA, have gone Instagram official. This is news that I could care less about. I literally could not, I I could not give if there is a, I don't know what the smallest amount of giving a damn about is, but whatever that is, I cared less than that. Okay, so if there's a grain of sand amount to care about this, I could, I care whatever the green, whatever the atom is
6: that makes up that grain of sand
1: that's what I care about this nonetheless the greater conversation is about like when is it time or like what you know Mm -hmm. how soon is too soon to to go public right Mm -hmm. is it is it before you've been fired from the job you know (laughs) is it (laughs) is it after TMZ is following you no I'm joking but honestly we live in a very like public world now Mm -hmm. right where like because of social media, um, we're putting our business out there. And yeah. so I would love to know from, from you know, you guys, we're going to talk about it. Like, when is it fine or what what is the best timeline to go social media official? By the way, the people think that they have a right to everything about you. So mm-hmm. um, are we... Now, here's my question. Is this conversation about like public figures or just like us as individuals everybody
4: everybody everybody Everybody. all right we're gonna get
1: into it we're going to get into it also we're gonna get into jeremiah like the bible's most likely to now don't forget if you miss any other show you can listen to our daily podcast available everywhere you get your podcasts also you can check out the latest episode of my podcast small doses so this week we got side effects of forgiveness y'all I'm just giving you my one twos about forgiveness. A whole story. I had a whole story in there that I'll talk about. So make sure you check that out wherever you get your podcasts. And uh, it is going to premiere today on YouTube, Amanda Seals TV at 4 p.m. All right. That's Pacific. We'll be right back. We're going to get into this convo on the Amanda Seals Show. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. It's Amanda Seals here on a group chat Thursday. And we're going to get into this topic about social media and how soon is too soon to go public with your relationship. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now I see people who will literally like post like some cryptic photo of like their hand and someone else's <laughs> hand and be like first date or whatever, whatever. You know, the, people will soft launch. I tried to soft launch my ex and then his ex like sent pictures of him to a, a, a um, gossip blog. And then they were oh. like, hard launch. This is oh. who Amanda Seals is dating. And I was like, really y'all? Why would y'all do that? And they were like, we're, you're a celebrity. We can do whatever we want. And it became like a whole thing so are wow. there is there first of all is this even a real thing that we need to talk about
4: it's real <laughs> it's real out here because you know like, so you tell me think why, about because
1: you're the youngest of the group
4: well you even think about like when facebook first started you could do like married with in a relationship with like it, was, it became a thing to post who you're connected to on social media and then to your point now everything's just about like for the look of the gram so people want to post Somebody hand, somebody the back of somebody head, or girls letter this thing with their post date boyfriend, and like put like a big old emoji over his face. And it's like, who is this mm-hmm. mystery man <laughs> that you got going on, on this thing? So I, I think it's a big thing.
1: I remember like really trying to decide if I want to break up with this person. Mm-hmm. And the defining factor of if we were going to be broken up was whether I hit that Amanda Seals is no longer in a relationship on Facebook. Yep. Like <laughs> it was just open. See? on the screen and it was just like, are you going to do it? Are you going to do it? It's time to do
4: it. We're conditioned by these social media companies to like share. Also, you know, like now people got like the whole couples brands on on the internet. You know, they got couples pages. Whereas then it'll be Rita and um, Keisha for life or TJ and BJ. We love y'all. And like people Mm -hmm. have like these whole brands on YouTube and they like monetized being a public couple. Angle, I thought that was
5: mad weird at first, like when it was like a page with a couple's name, you know, I was I like, oh like my it. God, this is this is too much, yo. Y'all can't have y'all on
3: separate pages? This is it's insane. So people get money doing that, so.
1: Yes. I mean, if it's a brand, like I remember like when I interviewed um, Kevin on stage and his wife melissa like i was like mm-hmm. how did you end up with mrs kept on stage and she's like this man made the page <laughs> 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 she, she was like he made the page and then just made that as the, the title so you know but some people like you said like they they're like branding their coupledom i guess
2: mm-hmm.
5: um some people like you ain't fit to be messaging my man you're to be messaging
4: us boo boo <laughs> I guess
2: I get that. But I'm not going social. I don't I don't wanna I almost don't wanna follow you on social media if we're together, but I will because honestly I am gonna troll you or whatever beforehand and Mm -hmm. then I don't want to troll? Like, I'm on a, I'm on to stalk the page if we... Oh, you're yeah. going to Stalking
6: and trolling Stalking and trolling
1: are very different things. <laughs> oh,
2: okay. Well,
6: okay.
1: <laughs> okay. in the comments, being petty. Yeah, trolling <laughs> okay, is well, like, yes. oh, <laughs> yeah, you think you cute? And you're like, <laughs> wow, are we going on a date next week to the Cheesecake yeah, so, Factory? <laughs> so, no,
2: not troll, but just stalk the page to see what, like, the, all the history. Because I've done it before.
1: Well, but then then what offered- that is, is someone being smart you know you're an instagram forensic specialist
4: okay mm-hmm. it's reconnaissance
5: <laughs> but yeah. here's my question should you like should you delete your ex because i have friends who they are with somebody else but if you scroll all the way down a few years all of the pictures are still there of their ex and they're like i'm not getting rid of these pictures because that was a time and moment in my life especially with facebook memories i freaking hate oh facebook God. Memories. <laughs> Yeah, my my wedding anniversary was last week. I'm like, damn, I was a good in that wedding dress too.
6: Delete. <laughs> <Good job. laughs> delete. Like,
1: delete. Delete. We'll be right back to keep the conversation going. I want to talk about, you know, are you sh- like subbing your partner if you're on Instagram? Like, are you doing the thing where we uh, throw out, <laughs> you know, those side those side movements and it's like, well, we know who this is for. Uh, we'll be right back for you, Amanda Seals Show. Welcome back.
0: Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclib 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you.
1: Hey, y'all. This is the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals. We are in the middle of a group chat Thursday. We've been talking about, you know, this whole thing with couples and when is it time to... You know, really just expose your love to the world via Mm -hmm. social media. Mm -hmm. Okay, now here's the thing. People do that. And then, now we know you in a couple. So Mm -hmm. now anything that you say, (laughs) sideways about couples, we are left to assume it's about, right? (laughs) (laughs) Right? Like, I didn't post about, like, I didn't post something with me and my ex for Valentine's Day. And people were like, what's going on with that? See? why they didn't yeah. post something and then four days later I posted something where he was like giving me a kiss and I was like when you when you and your partner was arguing on Valentine's Day but now y'all made up that's exactly what was happening
4: because if you don't post you can see pajamas, it's a red flag I'm like, where the pajamas at it's crazy
5: <laughs> you can see the whole decline of the relationship based on memes you know what I'm saying so at yes. first it'll be like It'll be like, what God has for you is for you when yeah, things are good. Yeah,
3: yeah.
5: And then when they get bad, you know, it's like something else. Like, Every I restore your workroom. we Weeping man, and do it for a night, but joy comes at you like, oh, it's over.
4: <laughs> if, <laughs> they broke up. <laughs> if they're posting clips of like Summer Walker, Mary J. Blige, is that's all these right. Heartbreak songs, you're like, oh, yes. I know what time it is over there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah.
1: So does that mean that you should really just, like, make an embargo of, like, I'm not going to post anything?
4: Uh, it's tricky. Okay, because there's some things that you just post that's, like, funny. Or you're like, this is a relatable thing. It's not about anybody. It's just, like, I saw this little funny little jokey joke or this little quote, and I'm posting it. But like You, you got to be consistent
3: get, with that. You
4: got to be consistent. So <laughs> I do think you have to be conscious, though. Like, people, you know, I'm in a relationship. I ain't trying to be funny. Like, if you know you got a... Uh, baby mama baby daddy drama don't post that you know yeah people go draw draw too much into it supreme (laughs) yeah (laughs) that's a fact like you can't
3: um let your emotions sometimes show through what you posting online and I think Mm -hmm. a lot of people don't realize you know you're taking shots and you don't even realize you might realize it you might not realize it. it depends on your level of pettiness but you're definitely showing everybody what you're going through I don't post anything related to anything like any of that, that I don't want to offend anybody or somebody to take away, so yeah. I don't post it.
2: Okay, I just have a, a, a quick story because, and I won't say who it is because it's a it's a celebrity, it's a singer, a woman. Ooh. She was, it was right before Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. was on the phone trying to hook up a, a thing with her and her partner, her husband, whatever he is, came in and they had this big argument. Mm -hmm. calling each other names. And now this is a couple that looks like on the outside that they are, you know, and every couple has arguments, you know. So then the next day he left and I'm hearing all of this and she doesn't know that I can hear. So I'm hollering her name. I'm like, I can hear you. I can hear you. So (laughs) I I eventually had like disconnect all of this stuff because I didn't want to hear the interview. I didn't want to hear the argument. And long story short, the next day, it was like, happy Valentine's Day. And it was great. And but... (laughs) from what I heard, they didn't even spend the holiday together.
4: Phony. Not and phony. that's
2: hard to, to, to keep up that. Can't, ain't that hard?
4: Yeah. I mean, honestly, they yeah. say when people write them long soliloquies about like, you know, this is the love of my life. I, my life changed when I met you. They said it's cat. It says.
1: Let me tell you something. <laughs> Big Crit used to be with this sister, um, Maya. She's a great singer. But they used to write these long, like I'm telling you like pages out of like British poetry of the 1800s, (laughs) like of the Victorian age. It would be like when the starling flew on the night sky, it carried your whimsy to me. (laughs) And I would be like Maya Ruby, that was her name. And I'll just be like, I mean, this is beautiful, but like I think y'all could have did this for yourselves. Like I think y'all could have wrote these on scrolls and shared them with yourselves. Cause then when they broke up, it was like, so we just not gonna get the we not we we not gonna get the soliloquies no more.
4: Uh, You invested. It's like Shakespeare.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I just think it's it's like You gotta understand that social media is not for everything and it's not for everyone. Mm -hmm. So there has to be mindfulness. So we're gonna wrap that up when we get back. Keep it locked right here. Amanda Seal show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Yes, y'all. It's the Amanda Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seals. We are here on a group chat Thursday. We've been chatting about relationships and you know, kind of when is it too soon to put your relationship on the social medias? And once you do put it on the social medias. You know, kind of like, what then? (laughs) Like, do you, you know, when is it too much? When is it not too much? What is there to say? Um, I feel like at the end of the day, you really got to just know that people are curious Mm -hmm. and that people don't always have the best interests.
4: They don't. They plotting. They want to take your your boo.
1: I mean, I don't know if it's all that, but I know people will be like... (laughs) Kind of, I've I've had people be like, don't put your loved ones on Instagram because you know, people be trying to curse. Like you can give, you can like give people the tools they need to to like curse you. It's like, dang.
4: Well, in Um, this case, you wouldn't share anything. I'm like, y'all trying to curse me?
1: (laughs) I just think relationships already have too much involved in them. Yes. That putting it on social media doesn't necessarily help.
4: All I know is, when should I break up, I need a PR statement. You put everything else on there about you know you did the soft lunch with the emoji face. Then you was that's showing your, la- your lavish. You did you gave us you gave us a whole sketch. You gave us a whole sketch. So you want
5: sketch. a PR statement from regular people or like yes, I want to know
4: I, from regular people. You have showed us you and this person for the last 355 days. You you went Come to Dubai. You. Y'all had matching pajamas. <laughs> you posted them on no. National Boyfriend Girlfriend Day. And now they just went. Now she's just Not not now, now they nowhere to be seen. Now I'm you like, want a Lupita Nyong'o. <laughs> there you go. I want a JG. A a, a you want G, a J, J, J
1: to pink it. <laughs> nah, yeah, put out. I mean, you're right. Lubita put out a statement. J to put out a book.
3: <laughs> right. It's too much. It's too much. Like, some things just have to remain sacred. Like, when I first put my wife up, the first time I ever put my wife up on social media is when we got married. And so many this. random people just started following her. And it's like. I don't know. It depends on who you are and what you got going on on social media.
4: That's. I mean, fair, my ex had a
1: problem with that. He was like, you know, I just feel like every time, I if I post you, like people start following me and I don't know who they are, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and I was just like, it's weird. Why? Yeah, but I'm. Why do you care?
4: That's true too. Like,
1: what do I you do? Like
4: there's uh, a difference like, in people who are like kind of like casually posting. like i've seen like i feel like even like you, even though you posted your ex um amanda it wasn't like y'all my whole page is now me and my man like it was never, never that oh my god but people be <laughs> like my man my man my man and then it's like i don't have him no more so now it's just it's creepy you know you done, done drug everything else you <laughs> done posted about the, your little quotes that rita was talking about it literally break.
1: goes from me and my man to me and jesus that's what literally. it goes to yep
4: Jesus is my man I'm I'm in love with
1: Jesus That's right (laughs) That is how it travels Every time So the moral of the story is Y'all Whatever you choose to do Be mindful Understand that The internet is a wild place That has very few limitations And unless you are being Just as curatorial with your content as you are with i mean with your followers as you are with your content like anybody can be in your mix so i mean my homegirl she follows somebody and then she saw a picture of that person at a wedding and in the back of that picture she saw her homegirl's man with somebody else on his lap
3: Oh. oh man
0: <laughs> now I gotta fight you so
1: in. she hit her friend and was like do you know who that dude is right there in the back she was like oh yeah that's Travis mm. <laughs> all names have been changed to protect the innocent um, <laughs> and she was like yeah that's Travis that's his um fiance that's oh, Travis and his fiance. fiance she was like I'm sorry what <laughs> so then wow. she called her friend and was like I I, I don't know if if you this, but Travis has a fiance. And she was like, Well, that's crazy because I'm pregnant. Oh, oh Ooh.
4: God, this,
5: this is a, this so a good crazy. ass Tyler Perry movie right here. That's <laughs>
4: another movie
5: right
1: there. Yo, could so, theory. Just be careful what you post. <laughs> we'll be right back with Most Likely To right here at The Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. All right, y'all. This is The Amanda Seal Show, and it's time to get into a Most Likely To. <laughs> With Jeremiah Like the Bible.
4: All right, y'all. So today's Seel shirt Superlative is most likely to double it. And it goes to none other than the internet's favorite niece, Blue Ivy Carter. So Blue Ivy's grandma, Miss Tina, was on Sherry Shepherd's show earlier this week. And she had this to say about Blue appearing on the Renaissance World Tour. Let's take a listen.
2: I think she just loves to dance as she was watching the the, the girls rehearsed, and right. she asked, she said, I think I'm ready to go on stage. And her mom, yeah, she did. Really? And her mom said, no, no, I don't think so, Blue. And and then she thought about it, and she said, you know, if you work hard and you really come with it, then we'll let you go one time. So it was supposed to be a one-time thing. Oh, and it turned yeah. out to be the whole tour. Because, I mean, the, the it was... It was magical. And she just, you know, her confidence just grew and grew. And I mean, it that, was a beautiful thing for her. Literally, Blue.
4: Listen, she said it was supposed to be a one-time, one-night-only feature. Blue said no. <laughs> no. This is what y'all thought. <laughs> I'm a mainstay. I am the, the crux of the show at this point. Right. I mean, like, just-
1: people are coming to see, I mean, they're coming to see Beyonce, <laughs> but they're like, but where yeah. Blue at?
4: No, because the, sho- the show that did not have Blue Ivy, people were like, where's Blue Ivy? I want to see the mother-daughter moment. <laughs> so the fact that it is like, just, okay, Blue, you can come out here one time. It's good. I'm do- let you do your little moment. In terms of this whole cultural thing where people kind of yes. be like riding around this um, young black girl on the internet and like in person. Like, I love that for her. <laughs> and then I remember, and Sherry made the joke after the um, clip put off she was like if I was Blue Ivy that would be my book report for the year my, my, my what I did this summer project my science project I was going to the Renaissance tour dancing um, so shout out to Blue Ivy Carter for you know doubling it that gave you a little inch you took a mile girl we love to see that we love to
1: see it I was only supposed to be on two episodes of my brother and me on Nickelodeon and they say you know what we're keeping really? you for the season
4: That's how you do it. it.
1: And in true Annette Seals fashion, she was like, well, we have a trip to Maui planned, so she's going to have to miss two episodes. (laughs) I don't know. I mean, thank you and everything, but we have prior engagements. (laughs) We'll be right back, y'all. Keep it locked to the Amanda Seals show. The Amanda Seals show. We up, we up, we up. i'm amanda seals here and uh we are here on a group chat thursday but that doesn't mean that we don't give you the word of the day so let's get into it the word of the day is dubious
3: oh um i know that doubtful um shady um a conniving type person somebody you can't trust
4: like might be like plotting like you like a dubious person all of that
3: That
1: is correct. A dubious person lacks a definite opinion. Interesting. I never knew that dubious actually Mm. meant that. Uh, Or is, well, I I feel like you guys came up with it. You guys had like a more like distinctively negative (laughs) definition. (laughs) Yeah, like that's how I thought it meant. But the way that it's described here is not as deep. It says a dubious person lacks a definite opinion or is doubtful about something. So it's like someone who toes the line. Can also be described as something that causes doubt, uncertainty, or suspension. You know what? I'm going to take back my what I said before. I don't think you all were correct. I think what you were describing was duplicitous.
4: Mm. That's how people be that way as well. Dubious and duplicitous.
1: But dubious sounds like it's... Not, I mean, I was with you. I thought dubious had more of like a, they're dubious. Mm. When it seems like it's really just... Um, Ignorance. Something. Well, it says it causes doubt, uncertainty, or suspension. So something that's like you know got like a dark shadow to it.
4: Okay, I was gonna say I feel like people like that can also sometimes be shady. It's like you can't something there's something fishy. Like because you're yes, so unsure. Yes, that's a shadow,
1: right? Like yeah. it's not really like they're all out, you know, terrible, but they just have a, a an air about them that it, it's like to me, like um, someone like Irv Gotti is
3: dubious. Ah, oh, not her. <laughs> I think a shanti like, would
1: agree. You know what I'm saying? Like there's like a cloud around him that that feels like a, you know, like like a ominousness to it. Those are my thoughts. Um coming up this hour, we got I be knowing, we're gonna take more calls, we're gonna give you some more sixty-second headlines, all of that right here at the Amanda Seal show. So make sure you hit us up one eight five Amanda eight. That's one eight five five two six two six three two eight. It's time to listen, laugh and learn. At the Amanda Seal Show. Welcome back, y'all. This is the Amanda Seal Show. It's your favorite comedian and, com- well, some people's favorite comedian and common sense specialist. It's been a doozy of three weeks, um, just being honest. And that is, that is what's going to take us into. I be knowing. Um, So I went to the Usher concert in Vegas last week, and I gotta tell you, it the, the concert itself was really dope. But the other part of, and the other part of it that was dope was that I haven't really been outside like that cause I've just been in the house and I've been doing a lot of recording and working from home. And I couldn't believe the like response I was getting in the street from just like people. Um, whether it was people like when Usher shouted me out at the show, like people responded really beautifully, like whether it was just like so, there was so many elders that came up to me when I was in the casino, like I was eating dinner before I went to the show and I was eating by myself, just like on my phone and folks came up to me and had such kind words, and then when we were leaving, the, people were literally like, screaming my name like, oh, Michael Jackson, And then when we got to the hotel, like these two young ladies came up to me and were speaking to me about their people. One of them was from Ethiopia. She's the Tigray. And the other one was from Palestine. They were thanking me for just being outspoken about, um, you know, their people's struggles. And I feel like I see a lot of folks say things like, what's the point of posting things on social media? Or like, what can I do? And... I will tell you that like, I don't do, I don't do that for, like I don't speak about things on social media for like clout or for like branding. Like I speak about them on social media because I know that social media is a community space with a lot of intersections and a lot of points of entry for information for a lot of people, right? And so as somebody who just really like loves teaching and learning, um it's a it's naturally a space where that can be done and so that's why i do it it's just who i am and it just certain it, it just this is who i am as a person and so it it's very i think moving is a lazy word but it's moving for me to find out that just doing something that is my natural personage um would be so impactful to somebody who doesn't feel seen and we live in a world where at large, media is determining who gets to be seen, and so social media has become this place where so many people get a chance to be visible that have for so long been considered forgotten voices. And whether that's people who are considered disabled, or whether it's uh, whether it's Black people, whether it's Palestinians—I I mean, I can—the list is like innumerable. But it was just incredible to um, see how like something that. A lot of us may write off as just like, per, you know, like performative or, you know, whatever, it's just one post could affect somebody. So I encourage everybody out there, you know, to just, if you're on social media, you may not even realize how valuable that space is. I think sometimes we look at it as just like, oh, like I'm just posting pictures of me looking cute or I'm just posting, um, you know, pictures of my food or whatever. Not realizing that for other people, like it is a connection to their livelihood, like, and I don't mean by money, I mean their livelihood in like their, like their actual lived experience, and, uh, you know, I I, I understood even clearer how much of a responsibility. Um, I have when I'm in that space with 2.1 million followers to be mindful about not just how I post but about how positive it can be for people to to feel who are oftentimes forgotten and it took Usher Raymond to remind me of that we'll be right back I be knowing We up, we up, we up. Yes, y'all, it's the Amanda Seal Show. Welcome back. It is a uh, Thursday right here, and we've had a group chat Thursday going on, but that doesn't stop us from bringing you the 60 second headlines.
4: All right. First up, Amanda, the jury in the YSL Rico case will begin seating this week. So Young Thug put in a request for a speedy trial after his arrest last year. But the jury selection process began in January and has lasted since. The selection is considered the longest in Georgia history.
1: I mean, this this would be the humdinger. That would that makes sense. I mean, notice how it's not. Not the Donald Trump trial,
4: (laughs) but I can
1: understand why because they have to find people that are like as unbiased as possible. Mm
4: -hmm. And it's Atlanta, and you know they love Atlanta. It's Atlanta. Atlanta. Also, Walmart unveiled over a hundred revamped stores this week that have been recalibrated to pull in more customers and keep them in the stores longer. I mean, I guess that
1: would was that a problem? i I feel like walmart like didn't have a problem with keeping people in the store
4: that's
2: fair in line (laughs) during the pandemic business was booming and then it as people started coming back outside they stopped Uh shopping like they had
1: been
5: oh okay No, bro you gotta add workers too don't just add more (laughs) walmarts add the workers (laughs) to go with the stores
1: tuesday
4: also, Nick Cannon—he's gonna debut a new docu-series, Amanda, called "Nick Cannon Presents Future Stars" on November twenty-first on VH1. Who
1: says something about Nick Cannon? Nick, Nick Cannon really loves like discovering talent. I feel like mm-hmm. that's like something he like is very passionate about. Like, and he is good at identifying talent. I mm-hmm. had a TV deal with Nick Cannon at one time. What? <laughs> like, way back? Yes,
6: Thank I had a TV, TV deal. Week.
1: Which you had a TV deal with Nick Cannon way back. Um, think about Corey Guns, like mm-hmm. you know, Nick Cannon is who discovered Corey Guns. Uh, there was somebody else that he had identified, but like, yeah. So I'm, I'm not surprised. This is normal.
4: Shut up to Nick Cannon. And last but not least, track and, and field. going to be all his kids. <laughs> please, please. <laughs> also, track and field world champion Shaquiri Richardson is one of the 11 women up for the 2023 Women's World Athlete of the Year award.
1: I love that for her. We have seen her just completely turn her life around. and No, let me not say that. Not completely turn her life around, but she really did not let the setback keep hold her back, and that's mm-hmm. really dope. All right. Well, that's that. She took the wig off and been popping ever since. See what a natural will do for you. <laughs> See what a natural will do for you. All right. All right. Well, those are your 60-second headlines. When we come back, we'll go to the phone lines. So keep it locked right here at The Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. Yes, y'all, see The Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals. I've been getting lots of calls on all of our topics this week, and we love when you call us. So let's hit the phone lines. What's up?
6: Who do I think should run for president? I would say Stacey Abrams and Bernie Sanders. I think they should team up. They should run for presidency. Why? Stacey Abrams is the closest thing that you can get to reality. She she understands what it truly means to be in debt. She also understands what it truly means to need help but be a smart and hard worker that does try to make a difference for herself and her family and her life. And she's a perfect example of that, especially with the um, loan and grant information that she wanted to give to um, Georgia um, if they, you know, voted for her, um, for businesses and and. Encouraging small business um, owners to do their thing, but also um, Bernie Sanders, because he understands the importance of how we need to run here in the United States, which is completely different from how it's been ran. He's the only president that I've heard say while running, we're spending too much money on military. Like we're, we're investing too much money in military and not enough money in education. You know what I'm saying? So people like that I feel it should be like if I if I could pick somebody and I had to play this 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 uh this system that we have I would pick Stacey Abrams and Bernie Sanders.
4: That's an interesting I message. agree. I like Stacey. I like Stacey, I like Bernie, but I feel like those two together though I'm like is that too left progressive for the national the national voting block to vote for? Even though I think they they I think personally they would be great leaders. Um, I
1: feel like they are a great match because I think if you're going to go progressive, you have to like go progressive. And okay. I don't mm-hmm. think that they are so far progressive that it becomes like some other thing. Right. Mm-hmm. So like when we look at like current, like when we look at like, um, what's his name? Uh, Cornell West. like. Okay. If, if we're, we like just be realistic like Cornell West is not going to win the presidency in America right. and I feel like so annoyed with the fact that y'all are acting like you don't know what, Mer- what America we're in and it's because of your mm-hmm. algorithm mm-hmm. your algorithm is tricking you into thinking we're in a different America than we're actually in and so like people are just like making choices that don't make any sense whereas like I do think for all intents and purposes like Bernie Sanders and Stacey are still um, as progressive as they are, like they still have like the actual experience and track records.
4: You're right. Um, I think they, I think they could get a popular vote. I think they would have to work extra, extra hard to figure out how to skirt that electoral college. Like the, the grassroots organizations gotta be on their zone, twenty four seven, getting these people to the um to the finish line.
5: Stacy has been accused of being too smart, too intelligent. Like she yeah. would over overshadow whomever she's running alongside but I think these two would have balance that's that's an excellent suggestion in my opinion
1: I agree. So I've started the tally. We have one for Bernie, one for Stacey. All right. Call us up. Who do you think should run? If you don't want to vote for Biden, then who do you think should run? Because the reality is y'all can sit here and and moan and say, I'm not going to vote for nobody for president. I'm going to vote for everything else, but I'm not going to vote for nobody for president. And you don't understand. This is no longer just about voting for presidency. This is about voting for the future of America. Quit acting like it ain't that deep and quit trying to center yourself to think that some little moral performance that you do is going to be enough to actually or that even matters enough to change what's actually happening bigger than you. If you want to change your options, then you're going to need to get loud with the Democratic National Committee about wanting another option than Biden. OK, not with your Instagram following, but with the actual people who make these decisions. Why? Because that's what it is in America right now. And unless you are uh, unless you have some way of dismantling that, you're just speaking into a void. That's all I'm saying. So one for Bernie, one for Stacey. Hit us up if you got one too. 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's one 855 262 6328 The Amanda Steel Show. We up. we up. we are. We are. Thank you for joining us on this group chat Thursday. I'll see Amanda Seals show. I am Amanda Seals. Uh, We talked about a lot of things today, spirited conversations, spirited conversations Mm -hmm. about, you know, is the Cheesecake Factory suitable for a first date? What isn't? What is, you know, what should you expect? We also had our group chat topic of the week where people called in about that. Um, Then we talked about relationships on social media. Okay, we talked about the realities of like what it means to put your partner on social media and what responsibilities you have after that. We also talked about food critic Keith Lee who told the truth about restaurants in Atlanta. And you know, kind of what does that mean for black businesses? You know, when when does critiquing become unconstructive? For Black businesses, we also had my IB knowing Jeremiah's most likely too. We gave you sixty second headlines, all that. So remember, if you miss any of it, you can go to wherever you get your podcasts and check it out. Stay connected with us on social media at Seal Set It and keep them calls and comments coming in. Now, coming up on Friday's show. It's a fun day, Friday, Good Friday, all those feel good Friday, all those things, and we're gonna have things I learned this week. The Public Sales announcement. We're also gonna be celebrating fifty years of hip hop with the Black Spin, where I will be talking about the the age old time of first week sales. Okay, so we're gonna keep it positive with Black Joy stories, etc. All that more on Fridays, Amanda Seal Show. Remember, we are each other's business. When we look out for each other, we lift each other up. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up.